Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Yes, it's a little bit different, but it's a great day to celebrate and to remember what truly matters, the people that matter most, uh, to show love and to recognize it's really important to be an encouragement and to bring hope to others. And, and on this Mother's Day, listen, uh, we're all a child of someone. Some of those relationships we always talk about, they're good, others are strained. I understand that. But in this generation, what a great reminder to stop, to pause, and to remember who's most important and to cherish them on this day. Listen, for all of you who are mothers, you realize that here we normally do a little extra, a little lanyap here in New Orleans for all of those who attend and who come to worship here on Mother's Day. It's kind of like our second Easter. And so we always go overboard for the ladies here at Calvary. But I, I want to want to tell you this morning, I, I understand that really on this day, we just can't give you moms what you want, which is a self-isolation in Tahiti. I understand that. And I, I can't give you, we can't give you as a church, uh, your own personal private vacation in the Bahamas or wherever that sense of paradise is, away from your home, away from all of those people, away from the kids, we just can't give you that today. And yet, I do have something that I know is going to encourage you, uh, because I've written today especially for you, for you, where you are, what you're going through, uh, to bring you hope and encouragement as we continue through this season of life. And I know that as you listen, your heart is going to be uplifted as a mother. Uh, for those of you who are surrounding your moms today, um, I know you're going to be uplifted. Listen, one of the things we do at Calvary, though, is we usually encourage all of the ladies. And this year, we did do something a little special. We couldn't do something for everybody because the circumstances just wouldn't allow. But you've heard a lot of talk in the news about those who are the most vulnerable, who we need to protect the most, and who we're actually isolating ourselves to keep them safe. I'm talking about those of our senior adults and our senior citizens. And one of the things that we did this year, very specifically, and I want you to see a few pictures of them. For Mother's Day this year, we wanted to honor those who are the most vulnerable, yes, but also who are perhaps the most isolated in this time. That's right, those moms who have lived their life serving and giving to others and who are perhaps even now alone, widowed, left behind, and perhaps not even thought about. Well, we as a church, we don't operate that way, and so we took the time this year to make sure that we could give a gift, a moment of love, a moment of encouragement and hope to some of our oldest members and senior ladies, some of those oldest moms. And so you get to see some of the pictures of some of the encounters that through our leadership team and our people here, we were able to reach out this week and make some deliveries to encourage them, to, to bring joy and hope to their heart, because we care, because they matter. And on this Mother's Day, we did not want them to be forgotten about. We did not want them to be left out and alone. And so with special effort, yes, in a generation where everyone is isolated and trying to figure out how to do things, we went above and beyond because it matters that much. People matter that much. Relationships matter that much. And doing things right, 
it matters that much. And so we took the opportunity to do that, and you're able to see those moments of encouragement, those moments of impact, which ought to be a reminder to you today. Encourage the people around you. Encourage those who you love. Stand with those who mean the most to you, and don't let them be alone. There's no need to feel alone. There's no need to isolate beyond what this world has told us to do. It's just not necessary. Reach out. You can do it in any numbers of ways, just like you're tuning in right now and able to view this moment through devices. These are things that matter, and we wanted you to see some images of hope and life on this Mother's Day. So I know that hopefully will encourage you to cherish the people in your life today and to remember who's most important. Now, I want to talk to you today specifically, um, what about moms? I I really do want to talk to you about, uh, from the perspective of a son, uh, from the perspective of someone who understands the importance of the mothers in our lives. And yes, listen, Normally, we we try to make messages very appropriate for everyone across the spectrum, and I understand that. For those of you who know me well, you know that I give great compassion and great sensitivity to everyone who goes through deep personal challenge and pain. But on the uniqueness of this particular day, this Mother's Day, which for some is good and for others is not, for some, this is a moment of, of challenge and struggle, and for others, it is a moment of celebration. For some, you have high expectations, and, and for others, you realize those expectations will not be met. I want to move beyond all of that, and I do want to talk to you from the perspective of what it means to be a mom. I want all of you to be able to understand, as you circle around the people you love today, and as you circle around your mom, I want you to understand who she is and what she's done. And there's this great picture from Scripture that I want to share with you, not only from Scripture, but from a personal understanding of the way that I grew up and the understanding and appreciation that I have for my mother and for all those who have influenced and impacted my life as strong women of faith. And so today I'm going to read to you from the Gospel of John, John chapter 19. And John chapter 19 is actually an interesting passage to talk about on Mother's Day. And yet, you're going to see how important a mother truly is. John chapter 19, verse 25 through 30. And I think once I start reading, you'll understand the context of where this moment happens between a mother and her son. The Bible says this, Therefore the soldiers, they did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were... His mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, which was a term of endearment, woman, behold your son. And then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own household. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things had already been accomplished to fulfill the scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, and they put a sponge full of sour wine upon a branch of hyssop, and they brought it up to his mouth. Therefore, when Jesus had received the sour wine... 
he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Now this is a deeply meaningful passage for for believers, for those who follow Christ, who understand the crucifixion of Christ and what that means for us, the total forgiveness and the total payment for our sins, our brokenness, and our humanity. It is the hope of salvation for all who believe. And we understand, as we even talked a few weeks ago, that this event is followed by a resurrection that is a supernatural event. But as I pause in this moment of time in the life of Jesus, as he does the will of God on behalf of you, on behalf of me, on behalf of all people, notice who's there in the moment. His mother. And in a moment of deep agony and deep pain for Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, divine and yet human, for him and him alone, there's Mary. And I realize there are a lot of traditions that, that venerate Mary as a certain individual and they, they bring him up, her up to a certain standard that even she herself in Scripture did not want nor could bear. She understood her place, but she understood her place as a mom, as a mother, and as a mother to, yes, the Son of God. And in this moment, as Jesus there paying the price for the sins of humanity, for all who would personally believe and reach out to him by faith, even in this moment, Jesus acknowledges his mother. And so moms today, mothers today, I want to talk to you and I want to acknowledge who you are because it was no different for Jesus and Mary than it is for you and in this generation you need a word of encouragement I know and yes like I said I can't send you to the Bahamas by yourself or perhaps you with all your other mom friends and and send you alone but I can show you who you are and it's very important from the life of Mary and the life of Jesus you're going to see the legacy that you leave and today I want to talk to you about your legacy Because for all of you as women and as moms and as mothers and for those who have brought us into this world, there is a legacy. There's a legacy that we all leave. You're going to leave a legacy. You're going to pass something on in your family. You're going to pass something on to your children. And you're going to pass that on to the people around you. And we're all going to live a certain life and leave a certain type of legacy. What kind of legacy are you going to leave? What will you be remembered for? Well, Mom, here's some of the things that I know about you. When I think about who you are, and I know that Mary had these moments with Jesus, and Jesus understood them with her, and it's why he even acknowledged this sacred holy moment, even while he's on the cross. Mom, I want to tell you today why you are amazing. Yeah, you are amazing and I want to tell you why you are specifically on this Mother's Day and I want all of you who are listening you go well I'm I'm not a mom or I'm not close to my mom right but this is something that you need to learn and you need to share with the people that are important in your life so here are five things and I, I think of these things as I think about my mom and I think about who she was and I think about who the women of faith in my life have been And I think about these things because I know that they apply to you as well. So number one, why, mom, you are amazing. First and foremost, you are selfless. You're selfless. 
Everything that you do when you think about it is always about someone else. We don't acknowledge it enough. Uh, We don't say thank you enough for all of us who are around, your children, your spouse, uh, your friends around. We don't acknowledge how hard you work on behalf of someone else. You're always doing it for someone else. This season of isolation, and yes, even this quarantine that's been talked about a lot, uh, if we pause and recognize most of what you're doing is trying to hold it together. You're trying to hold it together for your family. You're trying to hold it together for your friends. You're trying to hold it together for those children that are around you. You're just doing the best that you can. And yes, I acknowledge you're probably stressed out, but you're not showing it too much. Uh, You're probably at wit's end. You're probably challenged beyond that. And the reality is, why would you go through all of these things? Because you're selfless. For most of you, that's the reality of your life, and that's a part of your legacy. It's why you're amazing, is that you're selfless in what you do. Those clothes that are piled up, yes, those dishes that don't get washed, right? Uh, The job that you go to and work hard to provide for, that's a part of who you are. And you're amazing for that. Listen, I know that even in the life of Christ, he recognized in a moment on a cross that his mother was that kind of woman. She was an amazing woman. And yes, as the Son of God, surely, yes, he's divine. I get that for all of you who are theologians and and you want to say, well, he didn't need her and all that. No, he did. And in this moment, think about one of the last acts that Jesus would do on the cross before he said, it's finished. I've done the work to save humanity. Before he gets there, one of his last acts is to acknowledge his mom. So, you're amazing because you're that kind of selfless individual. If that's not who you are today, you even have a model around you and an encouragement today to continue or to strive to be that kind of person. That's what makes you amazing, and that's who you are, mom. Number two, when I look at today... This is what I realize about moms and why they are amazing. And mom, you're amazing because you sacrifice on a daily daily basis. You get up, you make it happen, you get the schedule moving, you get things working. You do that and you do that all throughout the day, all day long with the menial tasks that no one sees or no one knows. That's what you do. You sacrifice daily. And you'll do that without a thank you most days. Um, you'll do that some days, and, and, and perhaps you might not even receive kindness for what you do. But it's who you are. And don't let anyone ever take away the treasure of who you are. Because you sacrifice for so many people daily. You think about Mary in this moment as she is witnessing her son being crucified. The Son of God, yes, but let's back up for just a moment to the human point of view, because that's who we are. That's what we understand. And this mother, Mary, in this moment is witnessing her son's sacrifice. And you know that in this moment, her mind is on replay of all the moments of everything that she has done to sacrifice for her son, Jesus. That's what you do. You are remarkable women for that. Moms, that's who you are. And I want to say, you're amazing because of that, so don't let up. That's what it means to be an amazing kind of mother. And I want to say thank you, and those around you want to say thank you for being the kind of woman who sacrifices daily 
for other people. Number three, when I look at the scripture and from this human moment between Mary and Jesus, I understand that, Mom, you are amazing because you bring hope. You bring hope. And part of your legacy always needs to be a legacy of hope. Listen, no one has a perfect life. No one has a perfect family. No one has a perfect marriage. There are some of you who are moms out there today, and you're a second mom, maybe a third mom. You're going through a lot of life, or or maybe in this season of life, yes, you feel alone. But there's hope. Think about this moment as Mary is at the feet of her son, Jesus. And as he looks down and he acknowledges, that's my mother. And that term, woman, genuinely in their culture, is an endearing term. And he's acknowledging this woman right here. This is my mother, and this is someone who can take care of her. There is going to be hope. I can't help but think that Mary's presence right there gave Jesus a little extra strength, even as the Son of God, to do what he was doing because his sacrifice was all about life and eternal hope, eternal life and salvation. But guess who probably gave him the strength in this moment to finish the work that he would do for you and I? He looks down from the cross and he sees a woman, and she is his mother. She was the the vessel that brought him into this world as the Son of God, and she was the one who gave him the encouragement to finish the task that was before him. That's who you are. Mom, you're amazing because you bring hope. You bring hope to the people around you. And I encourage you, let a part of your legacy not only be the kind of legacy that sacrifices for other people, let your legacy not only be the kind of legacy that is selfless where you serve, but let your legacy be one that brings hope. Hope to those around you and hope to those that you love. There's a fourth thing that stands out, and I share this with you on Mother's Day because when I look at this passage, I know that, Mom, you're amazing, and this is why you're amazing, because you serve with humility. You serve with humility. Let's acknowledge the fact you don't get credit most of the time for what you do, and yet you continue to do it. Even today, You may receive things that make you understand how valuable and precious you are to those around you, or you may not. But you're so strong that you continue to serve with humility for the people around you. You continue to do the right things. You continue to encourage. You continue to bandage those scraped up knees. You continue to make those meals. You continue to do your best. And you do all of that beyond yourself because you're humble. Oh yeah, I understand in this generation, yeah, there is a part of being tough and strong and, and, and proving that you deserve, and, and I get that. But deep down, you do it because you love the people around you. You do it without receiving any credit for it most of the time. And you serve. You serve with humility. Can I tell you something? That's a part of the legacy of Christ. You are a reflection of Christ when you do it that way. Because he humbly went to the cross and he would give of himself in service and in sacrifice for others to bring them a better life, a better hope, and a better future. Does that sound like you? Absolutely. That is a part of the right kind 
of legacy. It's a part of being the kind of woman. It's why you are amazing. You're the kind of person that serves and you serve with humility those around you. Thank you for being that and thank you for doing that and thank you for continuing to strive to be that kind of person. And the fifth and final thing. Mom, this is why you are amazing. For all of you out there, on behalf of all of us who are your sons and daughters and we appreciate you, the fifth and final thing that makes you amazing is that you are there for all of us 24-7, 365. You're there. You're there 24-7, 365. You are there when it's good. There are moments in Scripture where Mary was there with Jesus in great moments of celebration. She was there when it was good. Even as an adult, she was there encouraging him, supporting him, encouraging him to do the right thing and to be the right person in the right circumstance. She was there. She was there even in moments where he would say, look, I cannot deal with this right now. She was still there 24-7, 365. And she was there when it was difficult. She was there when she didn't understand. She was there for him even in the moment of his greatest and deepest pain. His mom was there. That's who you are. It's a part of your legacy. And look, you don't have to look back or, or, or think, well, I, I wasn't there or, or it didn't work out in my plan for life. The way. No, 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 no. You're still present. You're still there. Maybe you've gone through some transitions in your life and your relationships. You're still there. You're still there for your kids. You're still there as a mom. You're still there as a woman who is leaving a legacy and a mark. And it's not about perfection. It's never about perfection. The only perfect person we read about is on the cross, and that's why he's the only one that can save us. Not even his mother could do that, but she encouraged him to do the right thing and was there for them and there for him in this moment so that he could be the perfect sacrifice to rescue us. That's powerful, but she was there. And I want to say you're amazing because you're always there. You're there 24-7, 365, and that's a big deal. That's a part of your legacy. On behalf of all of us around today, we want to say thank you for that. Now, I want to give you three final things as we think about this Mother's Day moment and the power of who you are and the legacy that you leave. Mom, here are some things that I want you to remember today. We've talked about why you're amazing, but I, I want to tell you why you're important. So, Mom, here are three things that you need to know. Number one, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We may be isolated. We may be separated. You may not be able to travel. You may not receive what you wanted today. You may not get the encouragement that you desired. You may not be appreciated. You may be going through your own personal stress, turmoil, and thoughts. Or you may be celebrating with family today. You may say, caution to the wind. I'm doing what I would do anyways. And you may be enjoying that. But in any event, I'm telling you today, you are not forgotten. Beyond the crowd or beyond the isolation, there's someone who knows and acknowledges who you are. And Jesus gives us the model. For on the cross, he said, in that final act before he would give up his spirit, that's my mom. He didn't forget about her. He didn't just go to save the world and exclude his mom. He didn't do that. What a great example 
for you and I today as sons and daughters and children. Jesus, even in this moment, realized his mom is not to be forgotten about. You're not forgotten about. Regardless of where you sit, what you're going through, what stage of life you're in, whatever challenges are in your past or how good it may be in your presence, Jesus knows you. Jesus cares about you. And Jesus is with you. You are never forgotten. And this moment in Scripture gives us this word. And I hope that today you realize that and that builds up your heart. And quite frankly, I hope it's better than any trip to the Bahamas that you could take by yourself. God's with you. Jesus loves you. And you are never forgotten by him. Mom, here's the second thing. Not only are you never forgotten, but this passage teaches me that you are cared for. You are cared for. In this last moment where Christ is about to give up his life, he looks down to his mother and he does something. It's very significant. He says to the disciple whom he loved. Now, many people think as I read through the Gospel of John that this actually was John. That's who they think it could have been and that's why it's recorded here in John's Gospel. Whoever it was, it was someone who was important enough to Jesus, responsible enough to Jesus, close enough to the family, caring enough to the family that Jesus could say, hey, take care of my mother. And this person isn't someone who would shun that responsibility. This is someone who would embrace that moment, who would embrace that responsibility as a part of their own life and their own service and their own sacrifice. They would take in the mother of Jesus to be their own. That's what happens in this moment. And, and there is this deep moment of concern and care for his mother that Jesus recognizes he's not going to always be able to give. He's about to give his life, and then ultimately he's about to go to heaven, right? So he's not always going to be there physically. But he knew something that's very important. We all need the affirmation physically from the people of our lives. We need people to show us that they care for us. We need that. And, and yes, we can all try to be super spiritual and live heavenly minded and think, well, God's got me and God cares for me. But we all need someone physically to show us. And in this moment of Mary's deep grief and Jesus preparing to go away and accomplish a different work, which we understand in Scripture was our salvation, he passes on that opportunity for her to be cared for. Mom, I want to tell you something right now. You're cared for. You're cared for. It's why we did what we did this week for our oldest of members and our oldest people in our family here at Calvary. It's why you should take the moment today to acknowledge that person in your life. Make sure that they know that you genuinely, deeply care about them. You are cared for, Mom, and you are loved and you are loved, yes, by God, and yes, by Jesus and the Son of God. But you need to be acknowledged and cared for as well in your life. And I want to say thank you for who you are and you're cared for. It means that much. And Jesus gave us that model here in his last breaths, in his last moments of life. There's a third and final thing. And, Mom, I want you to know this. You're not forgotten. You're not cared for. And, yes... Mom, you were loved. You were loved. 
we actually stop, and I realize there are a lot of things people are talking about, a lot of things going on, but I want you to see from this scripture and from this passage, and I hope that you all will take this away today and, and use this moment well in your life. Mom, you are loved. You are loved deeply by those around. When they say it and when they don't say it, you are loved. Uh, you are loved in the silence. You are loved when you're vocal. You're loved for what you do, and you're loved in the moments where you struggle and are challenged even personally yourselves. We are so grateful for you, and this moment in Scripture shows us that it is appropriate to tell your mom you love her. This action of Jesus is a very tender, loving moment. He is showing his mother Mary that he loves her. Now, now catch the significance. The greatest love he could give was the sacrifice for even her soul. For she was not perfect herself. Jesus is the perfect one. Mary was this mother of the Christ and this woman who even herself had these moments in her life where she was human. And that's okay. But Christ himself went beyond anything else and he gave her the greatest gift, the gift of salvation through his own perfection and sacrifice. But he also did something personally for her. He acknowledged it in the moment of his death. And he said to her, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your woman. And that person took care of her. It was an act of love. Mom, you are loved today. And all of this is a part of your legacy. You're going to leave a legacy. So let me give you this final thing, which you won't have on your screens, but I want to tell you this in this final part for you today. You see, you all have something that you're going to be known for by your children. Your resilience, your strength, perhaps your past, and you look at that and go, that's the wrong kind of legacy. But it doesn't have to be the eternal legacy. And by the way, moments in the past that were challenged can be used for great victory in the present. You never know how God's going to use those moments for greatness you just have to hold on to this final piece of your legacy. And mom, I want to encourage you, in all that you do, leave a legacy of faith. The greatest legacy that you will leave is not that you held it all together and not that you were perfect and not how hard you worked and how strong you were and how much you provided and how, how much you, grind, you would grind it out even when people would not say thank you. The greatest legacy that you're going to leave is your legacy of faith. Mary is an example of this. She was a recipient of the salvation of God, and she didn't let the moment of challenge that she was going through right here keep her from being a vessel of the faith that has spanned generations in Jesus Christ. She didn't let it keep her from being someone who would pass on a legacy of faith in the Savior her son. For you, perhaps your legacy of faith is a little shaky in your household today. Maybe it's not an important part of your legacy right now. Your activities, your busyness, the way you provide, how you go to work, the recreational things you pursue, um, all of those things, we will let those define who we are. And sometimes, moms, that's the definition of your legacy, but you can go further. And this story today shows us that one of the things you'll never want to neglect, 
Yes, you're going to work hard. You're going to do it selflessly. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to do it in humility. You're going to be there 24-7, 365. But there's something in the midst of all of that that if you will give this, it will never fail. It will never fail those around you. It will never fail your children. It will never fail your family if you will begin to nurture this and pass this on. It's a legacy of faith. Whether your faith is strong today in Christ and you show it, or whether you're struggling and you don't quite yet have it figured out, learn from the example today because you are an amazing woman. And there are things about you that are true that we've shared today and we look at Scripture and understand. Allow all of those things to penetrate your heart. Whoever you are, whatever you're going through, allow it to penetrate your heart. And from this day forward, begin to build and apply a legacy of faith. Look, it can be as simple as beginning to pray with your children before you place them to bed. It it can be as simple as when you rise before you get going and get that cup of coffee, which I know you need a lot of these days, taking the time to pray. To pray for those you love, for their strength, their encouragement. Hey, in the moments where you're praying, perhaps where you begin your own personal devotional, someone's going to see that. Those little eyes, they're always around. They're always watching. And the most important thing that you will ever pass on is that you were a woman, a mom, who pointed those around you to Jesus. That's what Mary did. That was her legacy. We still talk about it today. Well, guess what? If you leave that kind of legacy, that's who people are going to talk about you being for the rest of your life and way beyond. And ultimately, you'll get to celebrate the greatest Mother's Day celebration ever when you enter heaven because of Jesus and those whom you've passed on the legacy of faith in Christ to they join you there. That's eternal. It lasts forever. It's the greatest legacy you can build. So don't let it be just your work ethic. Don't let it be just the things that you strive for, the way you try to prove yourself. Let it be Jesus. And that is the good news. For even Mary in this moment knelt at the feet of the Savior. We all need Him. This story is really about him but this remarkable woman is there and we learn from her that we're going to leave a legacy let's leave that kind of legacy and moms that's who you are we love you for it god bless you and happy mother's day i want to pray for you